Ah, welcome, welcome to another episode of Corona Quarantine Chronicles. I am your host, Rebel Era. All right, uh, I, it's been a minute since I, it's probably been two weeks since I made a podcast. Joe, turn that shit down. Um, two weeks since I, I made a podcast, uh, I don't know, man, I've had a lot going on and everything, and uh, I enjoy uh, li- talking to the, the two or three people that actually listen to the podcast, and uh, hey, thank you guys very much for listening, I know you have there's a million podcasts out there you can choose from, but you choose to listen to this shit show, and it is a fucking shit show, especially when I got fucking Law Dog Joe over there. What do you mean? What do you mean, Rebel? Shut up, Joe. Um, let's just start this show off. Uh, something near and dear to my heart, 22 veterans died, day to PTSD, suicide. so if you happen to know anyone suffering from PTSD or... Uh, PTSD, if you happen to know anybody suffering from PTSD, anxiety, depression, reach out to those individuals. Sometimes just letting them know that you care could possibly save their life. All right. Um, this, this podcast is going to be a very special one because uh, I'd like to dedicate this to my mom. Uh, I lost my mom, uh, this Sunday on Mother's Day, um, she went to a better place. So as uh, hard as that is for me to uh, just carry on with daily life, uh, because I was pretty close with my mom, I called her pretty much every day, if not went by and seen her and everything. So it, uh, and I lost my dad roughly 21 years ago in March. And um, it hasn't been easy the 21 years. So uh, my mom passing away, it's just, it was horrible. Um, I mean, I, I seen her take her last breath. I, I'm glad I was there, but yet on the other hand, uh, very painful for me to watch. And uh, I wouldn't want to wish that upon anybody. But I'm going to do my best to fucking keep my head up, be optimistic about things, push on, because I do know that that's what my mom would want me to do. Of course, you know, my mom will forever be in my memories, just like my dad is, and, uh, you know, she will be missed, um, she will be missed very much by me, uh, by, by a lot of other people, you know, um, I thought if I got up and talked in front of people that, uh, that, at you know, her funeral, you know, maybe that make me feel better or something, but I, I don't think it will. Um, I'm letting you guys know, I just... I was adopted, and and the best thing about being adopted is, you know, my mom and dad fucking wanted me. You know, not to say that, you know, my my birth parents didn't want me, but you know, they just probably were not. And I don't know the story. They just probably were not in the situation to, uh, what do you call, um, you know, situation to take care of me. You know, so they let me. You know, they gave me up, and and you know, I was adopted by. My, my my dad Greg, my mom Sharon, 
and they gave me a good life and they they did the best they could for me and stuff and I love them very much for that I mean you know my mom and dad didn't have a whole lot but let me tell you something you know they were full of love and sometimes love is all you need I mean seriously I mean it's a it's a great it's a great feeling you know even though sometimes you know you feel the odds are stacked against you and you know no way in hell your mom and dad love you but I know they did you know and we didn't say it a whole lot but I just knew I just knew that they they loved me and uh I love them um so, this week's been a little rough and everything, but I wanted to uh, do this podcast and maybe share some stories. Um, you know, my mom and dad adopted me. I, I don't know the exact date. Um the exact date they adopted me uh, but I was born February 21st 1971 I'm 51 years old uh, my mom and dad raised me Catholic um, grew up in Catholic school most of my life uh, I got to be a freshman in high school my mom and dad were like um, well let, let's start this off uh, if I'm going to tell the story I'm leaving a little bit up growing up and stuff uh, my mom, my dad had two jobs. My mom, you know, bounced around from, you know, job to job. And uh, I was very interested in sports, you know, especially baseball. I mean, my dad, God bless his heart, fucking uh, dad would play with me fucking like every night, man. I, I was a pitcher. I mean, he'd catch for me, dude. He would throw me bat in practice. You know, my dad fucking worked all fucking day long, you know, and sometimes it'd be from his second job, and he always had time to fucking go play ball with me, no matter how tired he was, and, you know, as a kid, I didn't think about it, but as an adult, I'm like, god dang, man, he was fucking tired as fuck, but he always had time to play, he always had time to play ball with me, um, oh shit, I'm sorry about all that. Um, it was had time to play ball with me. I played ball, I rolled really up until fucking my freshman year in high school and stuff. And, uh, you know, sadly enough, I was having this, uh, conflict of being a pitcher. I mean, I was fairly decent pitcher and shit. And gosh dang, um, I just, I was struggling because I didn't want to pitch. I wanted to do something else, but... You know, that's what I, that's basically what I was. I was a pitcher, dude. I, I wasn't a fucking third baseman. I wasn't a right fielder. I was, you know, I, I was a pitcher, and that's what I should have stuck with. Okay, and then uh, my mom and dad said, hey, do you want to get a car? Or I, uh, We can't afford Catholic school or high, Catholic high school, so um, uh, uh, we can't afford Catholic high school, so... I mean, you're working, we can help you get a car if you want. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, and uh, I bought my cousin's 1972 Chevelle, 
uh, back in, what was that, fucking 88, 87, 88 for a thousand bucks. You know, it was a pretty decent car, and uh, my mom and dad helped me with that, and then, you know, I started fucking, you know, being Catholic school, man, they keep track of you, man, you have, they, they force you, they force you to to keep your grades up, they force you, you know, then I go to fucking public school, and I get introduced to fucking goddamn drinking, and fucking chipping class, and, you know, in the public school system, as long as you showed up for, I think, a morning class and, a, and an afternoon class, they didn't call your parents. So that's all I had to do, you know? And, uh, oh, shit, you know, we'd be skipping and fucking drinking and all kinds of shit. You know, my mom and dad had no clue. Well, I, you know what? They kind of did have a clue because there were several times I would fucking go out partying and bullshit. And uh, I ain't gonna lie, I'd throw up in my fucking room and my mom would clean it up and not say a word to me. You know, so that's the kind of mom I fucking had. And, uh, you know, then, then there was, uh, you know, I needed to do something with my life. I mean, it was graduation. You know, you had a lot of my friends decided to get a college career, which, you know, hey, I wish I would have done. Well, I mean, I did later on a lot. But, uh, you know, I decided to go in the Marine Corps. You know, the fucking Marines were like, oh, we haven't had a war since. Uh, Vietnam, I was like, ah, yeah, hey, well, shit, man, maybe I'll give this a try, you know, I mean, Marines are, you know, they look the best, you know, they got the best, sharpest uniforms, I mean, they're, they're the most revered of the services, and, uh, you know, let's give this a try, so, I, uh, I joined the Marine Corps, I went to my fucking, uh, I went to boot camp, came back, got recruiter's assistant, fucking, uh, I, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I got a recruiter's assistant, and then I went to my MLS school, my original one, got kicked out of it, <laughs> recycled, uh, got sent to the School of Infantry, and uh, once I got done completing that, they are like, oh shit, you know, you, you guys might have to go over, you know, uh, over to uh, Kuwait. Because Saddam Hussein invaded, and you know, and I was like, oh no, bullshit, dude. Yeah, well, yes, we did. Well, I ended up going, so I ended up serving Desert Shield, Desert Storm. And let me tell you what, man, my mom and dad made sure I was taken care of. You know, I mean, just not with like care packages with stuff in them, but mail, man, mail kept me motivated. You know, and I got some real interesting letters, man. And I wish I wouldn't have threw away some of them, man. There was this old war. He, he was in World War II. Or, hold on. Yes. World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. Which is very rare. And I had the honor of talking to a gentleman. I wish when I got back, I fucking would have met him. I just... You know, as a young fucking guy thinking with my dick, I was getting fucking married. I couldn't wait to fucking goddamn, you know, start fucking banging my fucking future wife and stuff. You know, so I wasn't thinking about that. And I, I wish I would have had, I, I mean, I still have that memory. And, you know, I remember some of the letters we shared back and forth. It was pretty fucking cool. You know, um, 
you know, and then uh, I served four years in the Marine Corps. Man, I drove a truck. I, I've done a lot of things, you know, but bottom line was my mom and dad, you know, my dad passed away when I was 30, 30, I believe. Yeah, right when I was 30. And, uh, you know, he wasn't fucking sick as sick. And then just one day, fucking, hey, he's got cancer and he's not going to fucking live. It's like, what? And, uh, but, uh, my mom, you know, the funny story about my mom is she had been sick and dying fucking her whole life. You know, matter of fact, when we go over to my grand grandma's on her side, uh, they would get up like three, four in the morning, smoke cigarettes, drink coffee, and talk about their fucking ailments. You know, like, well, I've got gout, or I've got, you know, just, you know, you just, you know, they're they're comparing their illnesses that they had, you know, and stuff. And uh, my mom had this aunt that was way worse than my mom. You know, hypochondriacs. That's what I'm fucking looking for. Hypochondriacs. And, uh, uh, you know, she was always dying or something, cancer and shit. And then one day she said, you know, oh, we got cancer. I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here again. You know, and then she died like a week later because she really did have cancer. And it was no fucking joke. And uh, I felt fucking horrible because, you know, I just thought it was my Aunt Kay fucking, you know, no, it, no. So, as my mom, the last two years, it's been a shit show with my mom. My mom was on hospice, then she got off of hospice. How you get, how do you get on and off of it, I don't know, because I thought once you got on, then that meant you were, you know you're pretty much pretty close to the end, right? Yeah, that's what I thought, but no. Um, I just think she just... You know, my mom was kind of a lonely fucking person. I mean, since my dad died. She had a lot of friends. A lot of people loved her. But I get it. I mean, I, I, I kind of follow her same pathway. You know, yeah, I have a lot of friends everything, but, you know, sometimes... People just don't check up on you, man. It could be a fucking week. You know, and sadly enough, man, I, I thought I'd talked to my mom before. That's... I talked to her like six days before she passed. Six. And I was normally calling her every fucking day. Now, how I let a, a pretty much a week go by without talking to her, I have no clue. And it just it fucking saddens me. You know, that, that, you know, I did that, you know, just sickens me. You know, I did not fucking, you know, chat with my mom, but, you know, throughout the years, I felt so bad for not having a relationship with my, my dad, you know, um, I mean, we had a relationship, but as a young adult, I just didn't see my parents. You know, because I didn't think they were going to die. I was young. They were still young. You know? I mean, I'm still young now at 51. But, you know, um, it just... I thought Dad would be around for a lot longer. And, um, 
wasn't. You know, I took it for granted. So I, I've carried that burden with me fucking, you know, my whole, or, you know, ever since he died. So I made it, I made it a conscious effort to, you know, see my mom and talk to my mom on a regular basis. And it just, now it saddens me that I did not fucking, I did not, fuck, I didn't talk to my mom for almost a week before she passed. Almost a week. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, what the fuck did I do? You know, and I complain that my fucking kids, you know, I don't see my kids or my granddaughters enough, but I mean, how could I really be mad at them when I pretty much did it to my mom and dad? I mean, to, not really to my mom, but I did fucking to my dad. I feel horrible for it. I miss it every day. Well, shit, I'm going into 17 minutes of this podcast, and it's not been a joyful one, but I just want to share a little bit about, you know, fucking my mom, my dad, and, and their lives and stuff, pay tribute to them, especially since it's just after Mother's Day, so, uh, you know, hey, raise that fist in there, you know, this American motherfucker, and, hey, when you're out there, fucking be polite, be professional, but always be prepared to kill anyone you come across, alright, I believe those were the words of, uh, General Mad Dog Mattis. And uh, thank you for listening. Till next time, I promise I'll have something a little bit more cheery. And uh, to my Marine Corps family, sit fine, motherfuckers.